is Free Talk Live. We are kicking off a holiday week of fun and excitement here without Mark. Yay! <laughs> but Michelle's here. Yes, I am. And that was terrible. We miss you, Mark. Yeah, he's down in Florida this week, I think. And then uh, he'll be coming back probably for this Saturday's show, which I, I have confirmed we are going to be live on Christmas Day. So, Bah Humbug? Gather the fit. Bah Humbug, come on. <laughs> gather the family around. Sit around the fire. Grab your hot cocoa and listen to Free Talk Live. We'll well, be that here. sounds fun. Actually, we'll be here uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and New Year's Eve. And I've yet to confirm New Year's Day, but odds are good. I well, would New say. Year's Eve, the party just gets kind of warmed up after that's you right ten thirty because so. we're done by ten o'clock Eastern. Right. So you've got of time. still got plenty of time to uh, you know party on. Uh, so we're here. We'll take your phone calls about anything. 800-259-9231. And, and thanks in advance to the great guys over at the Genesis Communications Network uh, because their board operators are coming in special just to do our show on those holidays. Wow. Which is pretty cool. Good for them. Yeah. So uh, 800-259-9231 allows you to take control here. There's some not-so-great news, even though it's the holiday season. Apparently, the government guys haven't backed down. They haven't uh, backed away on increasing the tyranny. Increasing the size and the scope, the expense, the intrusiveness of the government, specifically the federal government. And there's, uh, as always, much to discuss. Also, some international news uh, coming up here where the Britain government, uh, the UK government, going to be adding a porn filter to their Internet system. We'll uh, explain what that means here in a little bit. But first, the other news, uh, the S510 has returned. Now, this is... Something you've been paying attention to, Michelle, the uh, the Food Safety Modernization Act, I believe is what it's being called. Yes. And, of course, usually when the government is, is telling you one thing and they're using terms like safety, uh, they're just covering up for what they're really doing. They would like you to believe that this food bill is something that the, something the American people have needed for a long time. We're going to put a stop to all these uh, salmonella. We're going to put a stop to this stuff that's going to uh, poison people. It's dangerous. We need the government to step in. So they have all their excuses for why more government control is needed of the food system. And really what it ends up being, what ends up being the case about these bills, and honestly, I haven't read them. <laughs> I, I rely on the experts for that kind of thing. I can't get through... A few words of legalese, but it's my understanding that pretty much all the drafts of this bill have basically been geared towards shutting down small farmers, have been had geared towards shutting down small food operations, mom and pop food businesses. Well, including growing things in your own backyard, not just businesses where that are, you know, small uh, farms and everything. Especially if you plan on selling those things you grew in your own backyard. Or co-opting or exchanging. Sure. So uh, it has gone through now again, uh, apparently, or I guess the last time we talked about it, it had died. I believe it was dead in the Senate. And then now it's past the Senate, but maybe I've lost track. Michelle, I don't what- know. There have been a few going on uh, for a few years um, between the House and the Senate. And so I, you know, I wish... No, I'm not sorry for not being up on every single bill because I don't really care what they're doing. I just try to yeah. live as freely as I can. And we will still live as freely as That's we can, right. even in the face of whatever this I'm legislation does. I'm still going to grow food. Exactly. Without asking for permission. That's right. And so what I'd like to know is, I guess, a little bit more about this one. Uh, how has it changed? What is Because it hasn't 
as I understand it, it has now just passed the Senate, so it has to go to the House uh, in order to you know make it through the whole process, be signed by Obama. Uh, but apparently, it sailed right through the Senate this time. I don't know what that means, what they've changed, what's worse, what's better. Seventy three to twenty five. So it was completely bipartisan. Mm. So much for all those Republicans that oh, got they elected care. that were going to make a difference. No, the Republicans care <laughs> about the small businessman. <laughs> yeah. Right. Tea party. Woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> what mm. a joke. But wait, the promise, the promise to America. They, they signed a promise. Mm. We're going to protect you from yourselves. Apparently. So <laughs> you've got 10 things about this, uh, this S10 that are 10, I guess, falsehoods about it or myths regarding it. Well, um, Mike Adams, the health ranger of Natural News, I'm a big fan of his. And Does he, he wear a mask? He doesn't. Oh, you're not much of a ranger without a, a mask, are you? Well. Does he have an Indian friend? He has, he has a horse, I okay. think, though. It's a step in the right direction. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so um, one of the uh, premises, of course, that the government is using is that there's so much salmonella poisoning and different uh, toxins in the food that... Um, the toxins! Right, the toxins. <laughs> that, you know, there, there needs to be a bill so that they can hire 4,000 more FDA workers oh. to go in and give surprise... Um, uh, inspections. Inspections, yeah. thank you, um, on the uh, growers, producers, manufacturers, um, etc., and um, so his lie number one, most deaths from food poisoning are caused by fresh produce. Well, of the 1,809 people who died in America every year from foodborne pathogens, only a fraction died from the manufacturer's contamination of fresh, pro- fresh produce. By far, the majority of food poisoning is caused by the consumption of spoiled processed foods. No kidding. A- as well as people not washing their hands. Mm-hmm. And, it, and many of the... Um, the uh, illnesses that result in death actually take place in people's own homes <laughs> and largely oh, on, yeah, on account of cat feces. So people, wow. you know, just they just people just need to be cleaner about their own hygiene, <laughs> you mm. know, quite frankly. Yeah, that's uh, and I don't know where the numbers come from on that. But that's my understanding is you're absolutely right that whenever somebody's complaining about, oh, I've got food poisoning, those darn restaurant. No, no, no. It likely wasn't the restaurant. Those people are professionals and they, you know, they there's a chance it was the restaurant, right? But the odds are much greater that it was something that you did or mom did or whoever it was that right. was, was cooking the meal in the kitchen, you know, grabbing the chicken when she, you know, and then grabbing something else without yes. washing a hand or something like that. It's, it's mm-hmm. a very good chance that that's how the poisoning happened. Mm-hmm. And how are you going to stop that? Are you going to have a government inspector in your kitchen now? You, people just need to take responsibility. Oh. Maybe that would be a good idea. <laughs> Man, you know, if if the government um, if the government wants to send an inspector, I hope they like to do dishes. I hate to do dishes. I don't mm. mind cooking. Yeah. So I'd offer to let them stay for dinner, and then they'd have to clean up right. afterwards. That's only fair. <laughs> Provide me a service. <laughs> so yeah, so they're basically he's saying that this there's this big scare factor about food poisoning, and it's not really even coming from the farmers. Correct. And his uh, line number two under S. But it sounds so scary. I know. And if we can scare people, <laughs> then they'll give up their freedom. Well, there were a lot of letters and phone calls about this, but as with the bailouts, uh, the response by the 
voting representatives was, we know what's best for you. Oh, I bet they do. Because they're politicians, of course. Right. Yeah. So what else? So uh, line number two, uh, the FDA would only recall products it knows to be contaminated. (laughs) Well, um, recalls have historically been, and not just in food, but in all business, uh, if the government decides a product needs to be recalled, it basically is financial disaster for whichever company has to recall the product, whether or not it's actually valid. They're, they're, you have to do it. Right. And um, the wording of the bill there says reason to believe, in quotes. So mm-hmm. they don't have to have proof just reason to believe that the food might be contaminated. And what so, does it matter to them if they order a company to recall a product? It, it doesn't cost them anything. Right. It, and, and they get to brag about it. They get to be the ones that are issuing the press releases. Oh, the FDA mandates the company has to do a recall. Aren't we great? Thank goodness we're here to save you. And the company might have all kinds of good reasons for not doing the recall, and they can't do anything about it. They have to you do cannot, it. You cannot logically prove something doesn't exist. You cannot logically prove something doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. I suppose you're right about that. Yeah. Somebody might call you out on that comment, though. Go so. ahead. Sure. <laughs> 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I guess in some cases you just have to have faith, right? <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll come back to uh, the 10 reasons, uh, some bunk stuff about this uh, S-510 Food Safety Modernization Act, so-called. You can also dial in, take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Just dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Michelle. And you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. You will find a lot of features. They're all free. Shrine of Female Listeners is there. And I know, Michelle, you are harboring a picture for the Shrine. I am. You have not yet released it uh, publicly, but it will be coming at some point. Yes, as soon as I get the thingy that I plug in. The thingy. And, you know, yeah, the thingies. <laughs> Me and thingies, you know. <laughs> so we'll get it done at some point. But you can uh, go and see the lady listeners that are listeners of this program. And they prove it uh, by showing in the picture, in their picture, in their video, somehow showing that they listen to Free Talk Live. And uh, you can go to shrine.freetalklive.com to see those. Or if you are a lady listener, become a Free Talk Live Shriner over at shrine.freetalklive.com. And Jason Osborne from SACL CAI is one of the uh, the powerhouses behind this uh, radio program. He made the move here to New Hampshire just a few weeks, several weeks ago uh, now. And he's getting settled in and he's going to be having a big Christmas party, a meet miss party. And I'm glad to have Jason here because uh, SACL CAI is a really important part of what we're doing here at Free Talk Live. And you can go to our website at freetalklive.com and you'll see the SACL CAI banner right there uh, at the top of the banner column. So don't 
don't miss that. Uh, don't miss SACL CAI. 800-259-9231. We're going to come back to your top ten list here in a sure. moment. Uh, we're talking about the Food Safety Modernization Act, as it's being called, which is basically designed to put small food producers, farmers, out of business. Uh, you're sharing with us the ten myths, some of the ten myths that surround yes. food, uh, food safety. But first, let's talk to Hot Rod Rod in New York on the amp lines. Hello there. Hey, how you doing, Ian? How hey. you doing, Michelle? This is Hot Rod Rod. Um, and, you know, on my Hot wow. Rod, I, I, have a, I have a Ron Paul bumper sticker. Okay. And um, I want to get your opinion on this because I don't know if it's helping the Liberty cause or it's hurting it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I like to uh, – I, I drive my Hot Rod a little bit aggressively. Oh. I, uh, you know, I like tooling around town and, uh, and you know, I, I, I punch it sometimes. And, uh, you know, I have a habit of cutting people off and – and whatnot, and yeah, but you are calling from New York. Are you in New York? Wait, are you in New York City or somewhere else? Yeah, I'm in the New York City area. Well, yeah, no, I mean that's just New York, right? People do that stuff. Tell yeah, me, you have something so. like like a 1967 Chevelle or something sexy like that? <laughs> no, unfortunately, I have a Camry, but you know, it gives me <laughs> where I'm hot. going, and and, and, I'm, and I drive it, I drive it very aggressively still. So you're concerned that your aggressive driving is going to leave a distaste uh, in the mouths of uh, people that might be following you on the road? Yeah. Now, I know when it's parked and it's just sitting there, people are going to see Ron Paul's sticker, and I'm probably one out of maybe a million in New York who have that, Mm -hmm. and they're going to say, huh, I wonder who that is, and maybe they'll pay attention next time they see him on the news more. But, you know, the other when I'm driving and it's in motion, you know, I'm I'm pissing a lot of people off, so I'm afraid they're going to see... uh, you know, get a bad, bad, bad picture of Ron Paul. So. I don't know, Michelle. What do you think about this? I mean, how do you feel when you're on the road and somebody does something real jackass-like, and uh, and you see a bumper sticker on their car? Have you ever thought, well, doggone the supporter of so and so? I mean, has it ever really translated over into? Well, I had something feelings? similarly happen to me. I had a you know like a Jesus is Lord sticker or something like that on my car, mm-hmm. and um, someone did something, and I flipped them off. So I'm like, you. You know, jackass, and it came, and then he followed me, and he said, "You have a Jesus is Lord sticker on your car." I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm not Jesus." So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. As far as you know, people, you know, if they're going to look at you under a microscope like that, as long as you're not doing anything that is uh, a crime against another, I think you should be able to drive as fast and as loud and hot as you want to. So you okay, think no big deal? Yeah, I don't think it's a big deal. I think that if you are to hurt someone. Or, you know, in that car that you better jump out and peel that sticker off real fast, though. Hmm. I don't know. I'll, I'll do that. That's right. I, I have mixed feelings on this one because I think that you're a representative of the ideas of liberty and you want to be as, well, hopefully not offensive to a, a whole lot of people if you can avoid being uh, particularly offensive. But then again, our ideas are fairly offensive as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so one could say, well, if you're going to be a little bit offensive, why not go all the way? Or you could say, well, you need to really tone it down because the idea is already uh, radical enough. Maybe you should take it easy. But then again, those same people might say, you need to go and put on a suit and tie everywhere you go. So I'd, sure. I don't know how I feel about that. You, cool. you know, I try to tone it down with my driving sometimes, but it's just in my DNA. I can't mm-hmm. help it. I just, when I'm behind the wheel, I just, it's my habit. And, uh, you know, consciously I tone it down sometimes, but, you know, I, I, I'm just an aggressive driver. I would say that in a place like New York City, it probably doesn't matter as much. Just because that's what people are known for there. 
the, the people in New York are known for for punching it and cutting people off, and and in many cases you have to do that in order to uh, be able to get through, in order to survive uh, on the that's highways the truth, in, in Ian, New York that's, City. That's true. So maybe I just maybe don't honk would, your horn because that's illegal. That's true in a lot of places. It is. Yeah, in New York City, it's legal to honk your horn. So. Uh, so I think maybe in a place like New Hampshire, it would be a little different. The people up here are completely different uh, on the road than they are in New York City. They're much more deferential to their neighbor, for instance. And if you're in a small town, of course, or a smaller area, New York, obviously 15 million people there during the daytime or something like that, the odds are slim you're going to encounter the same people on the roads you know, more than once, although I suppose they are coming home at the same time of the day. Nonetheless, if you're in a smaller place, there's a good chance somebody's going to see your car and recognize it time after time after time, and you could really start to build uh, a bad image for yourself in, in a case like that. Like here in Keene, New Hampshire, there are 25,000 people. You are going to see the same people again and again and again. And then you, you live somewhere even smaller than, yeah, you want to be real careful. I think that that makes a difference. But New York City, I say you get a pass. Thanks for the call. You know, and I haven't gotten any tickets lately for my aggressive driving, but what I do get tickets for a lot all the time, and it's a big reason, incentivizer for wanting me to move uh, away from here, is for not wearing a seatbelt. I just got a $150 ticket for that. Whoa. I was five feet out of my space putting on my seatbelt because <laughs> I didn't have it pre-fastened. I got a ticket <laughs> for that. And also parking all the time, $100, $150 tickets. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, I can't I imagine pay those. insane here. I can't imagine owning a car in New York City. It would seem to be incredibly difficult. Well, move it to really New Hampshire. Sucks. Yeah, I, I visited once already. Oh, um, you, how did you and, like uh, it? What did you think? You know, oh, it's a nice place. Um, you guys don't have those. Uh, do you guys have the seatbelt laws there or what? Nope. No, I don't think no, so. I, we, I ride a motorcycle. So. Yeah, we don't even have helmet laws. Change. Hey, thanks for the call tonight, man. I okay. appreciate hearing from you. Uh, and be safe out there on the roads at 800-259-9231. Driving aggressively is not as bad as driving dangerously and aggressively. Like, like there's, a, there's a line there between driving stupid and driving aggressive, right? Oh, most certainly. Yeah. So You know, as long as, like anything else, as long as you're not harming anyone with your right. behavior, I don't think it should be, you know... The toll-free number here uh, tonight is 1-800-259-9231. Should, should Hot Rod Rod be a little, you know, take it a little more easy even in a place like New York City? Does it really matter in New York City if somebody's driving aggressively uh, with, a, with a Ron Paul bumper sticker or some sort of Liberty sticker? That's up to you. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves here. Coming up, we'll continue on the Food Safety and Modernization Act and some of the myths that surround food safety. Michelle's got them. We're going to share those with you and take your calls about anything you want. 1-800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Carnation Breakfast Essentials, helping your family get off to a nutritious start every day. Mornings can be chaotic, but a little advance work will take the pressure off. The night before, organize backpacks and put them at the door, along with anything else that your kids need for the day. Set a timer for five minutes before departure to give everyone a chance to mobilize, and off you go. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. Today. 
is Free Talk Live. Bring up what you want by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free. So enjoy them on us. And if you like the show, you want to help support Free Talk Live, get some shopping done over at Amazon. You can go to amazon.freetalklive.com. You enter through that link and Free Talk Live will get a portion of the purchase price. In fact, we have international links, too, for those of you that don't live in the United States. If you live in Canada and you'd prefer to use the uh, Canadian Amazon, just go to, uh, go, to free t- uh, go to amazonca.freetalklive.com. So you put the country code in there. Uh, if you live in the U.K., amazonuk.freetalklive.com. For instance, if you live in Germany, amazonde.freetalklive.com. Those are the only others that we have besides the U.S. site. But somebody was just telling me today that they apparently at, just at the U.K. Amazon have the Harry Potter Blu-ray series, like all six films for 30 bucks. And apparently you can't get that deal at the U.S. Amazon. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's worth checking multiple Amazon sites. I'm, I'm not sure. But people love the fact that they can shop there because you're shopping at Amazon anyway. Why make it so they keep all the profits? If you shop through Amazon.freetalklive.com, Amazon cuts over approximately 7 or 8% of uh, the purchase to us. Unless it's electronics, then it's about 4%. But either way, pretty cool. Amazon.freetalklive.com. And I, I don't think it's too late. Yeah, sure enough. You can uh, still get it by December 24th. You can have delivery by Christmas Eve if you order tonight at Amazon.freetalklive.com. All right, so uh, 800-259-9231 is the number. Also, uh, we talked just a moment ago to Hot Rod Rod calling from New York. He's sick and tired of being in New York City with all of the parking madness that he has to deal with, actually owning a car and trying to drive it around and park at places and avoid being fined for various different things. It can be pretty well, it it can be pretty frustrating having to deal with all that bureaucracy and government, and so it's a real good uh, reason to get the heck out of New York. It's a great state to be from, and uh, move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. If you love freedom, that is, and if you are frustrated uh, with the lack of liberty where you live, and you want to do something about it, go to freestateproject.org. Learn more about a movement of thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people that are all picking up their lives and moving to the same place in order to work together. To achieve liberty in their lifetime. And Michelle, you've been here now since the summertime, sometime late summers. When Correct. No, out. actually, I moved at the same time as Porkfest. Oh, you did? Okay. Yes. Uh, you saw a truckload of stuff to move up. That took a little while to, to bring The up truck arrived so. four days after Porkfest. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. So you've been here for half a year at this point. Yes, how, I how have. does it feel so far? I love it here. Yeah. I do. I really. Um, you just found a really cool house. So it took. Yes. sometimes it takes a while to get settled in and get. If you if you move yeah. in, it's usually a good idea to like rent first and then kind of poke around right. and see what else is out there and or maybe there's right. a better rental out there too. Well, there are some uh, neat options for people who are singles that they can they can come and and uh, shack up at one of the bunkers and um, you know pay daily, weekly, or whatever. And it's easy to find that sort of thing until you can find something more permanent. Mm-hmm. But I was coming, you know, with three kids and a dog and a cat, and so that was you know, uh, a little bit more of a challenge and everything. But um, we were able to put up a couple here while their children were visiting their grandparents. And that was fun, you know, to do to, and a nice opportunity to be able to do that so that they could find, um, you know, better living arrangements than had they just come here sight unseen. And so, you know, I'm willing to do that for other families as well. And, yeah, and it's a great community. Yeah, I think other people are willing to extend a lot of um, of help that you wouldn't, you wouldn't find that sort of 
neighborliness elsewhere. To, to be fair, you're right about that, but there's a factor that uh, I think plays into that discussion, and that is um, how well they know you in the first place. Mm-hmm. People here are pretty generous in, in general towards uh, towards new faces, um, but the, the folks that you were putting up, you'd met in person before you decided yes. to, to put them up. Sometimes people will come over to like the Freekeen Forum at forum.freekeen.com, and somebody recently posted a message how he wants to crash on somebody's couch, and this was like the first message he'd ever posted and he said he was willing to pay which helps right like it's it's one thing to come into a community brand new and say hey can i crash on your couch it's another thing to say i'm willing to pay somebody to crash on their couch Mm -hmm. if they've never met you before and then it's a whole other thing to kind of integrate yourself in advance by coming on the forum getting to know people maybe showing up at uh at some sort of an event like the liberty forum which is coming up here in uh in a few weeks actually in just under three months here at this point so getting to know people in advance a little bit could can help your odds with uh, with how friendly people are willing to be. But I think you're right. They are pretty generous and, and willing to help out. Well, and, and also the idea that people are willing to barter and exchange, you know, for for goods and services like oh, that sure. stuff. You know, um, I had some people help me move from one house to the other. And, you know, I was able to just pay some of them. Someone else wanted me to do a trade with them of another kind. And and um, so, yeah, I, I appreciate that sort of. So go to freestateproject.org to learn more and get involved. Let's go to Adam listening in Maryland. Adam, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Michelle. Hey. Hi, Adam. Adam. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, Before I talk about what I say, um, that guy that just called in, I I think, yeah, not having a Ron Paul sticker on there would be a good idea because it could make a bad impression for him. I don't know. That's just my opinion, though. You you think even in New York City driving around and being aggressive with a Ron Paul sticker, that's, that's a bad idea? Yeah, you never know. I mean, any bad thing about Ron Paul, I, I just kind of shy away from. I see. Why haven't the political opposition tried that? That's like if it were so bad to drive around <laughs> and be a jerk, why not put the opposing political uh, team's bumper sticker on and go around and drive around like that? Hey, maybe I'll do that for Obama in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Throw cigarette um, butts out the window and stuff like that. So yeah. what else is on your mind tonight, Adam? Uh, well, this is this just... Uh, I'm so frustrated. I'm actually going to go down to Annapolis and raise hell. Um, These guys saw a deer, basically this deer fell into freezing water, and they rescued it, you know, like good Samaritans would. Yeah. And a Department of Natural Resources officer was standing by, and so after the deer gets rescued, and, you know, it's fine, the guy's... The, the DNR guy slaps them with a fine. Both the guys with a fine for not wearing life vests. Now, <laughs> now, on top of that stupidity, just based on principle, even if that was the law, that's that's just moronic. But the law is actually that you have to be 16 or under for that to even apply. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, so what, does that mean they're not going to pay it? That means, well, they, the guy said that they're going to fight it in court. Uh, they got a hearing on February 18th. But... um. You know, Unbelievable. Just, that's just a waste of time. And also. And how typical for the me, government guy to just be standing there and watching oh, yeah. it. Like, as well, this deer is in this freezing cold water, these two guys hop in and, and try to do, you know, essentially risk their lives to sure. save the deer. Uh, right. The government guy just stands by alongside and watches and then. <laughs> You know, he issues fines. He's he's busy writing the citation. He can't be bothered to actually assist. I wonder if they could have made a citizen's arrest for the officer not doing his job and trying to save the deer. Mm, I don't well, know. I, 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 have a, 
I have a personal story about the DNR. Um, I live on a waterfront home, and there were guys hunting ducks like less than, I'd say, 50 yards from my pier. And we called up DNR, and they said there's nothing we could do about it. Great. So basically, these people that were poaching the ducks, uh, not a problem. This, you, and you thought this was what they were supposed to do, the, the DNR. They were supposed to come out, the Department of Natural Resources, and actually intervene in something like that? Yeah, it, well, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Guess what we had to do to get that to not happen again? We had to buy a license or, or something that basically um, would make our land extend out farther so that they couldn't do that in the future, which is... Basically, we had to get a hunting license for that area so nobody else could hunt in that area. Isn't that stupid? So in order to have the government guys protect to protect the ducks, you had to get a hunting, some sort of a hunting permit in order to claim the area for your use? Yeah, and this is after the fact, of course. And I don't know if you guys know anybody who lives on the water, but you know, like the, the, the outdoor animals are kind of like family in a way. You know what I mean? Sure, like, I see you, where you're coming you from. Get, yeah, you get used to seeing them floating around. You feed them. So. Thanks for sharing that story tonight. Great example of how the government uh, that's supposedly there to help actually ends up causing a lot of the problems that uh, Absolutely. it's there to supposedly help with. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Still to come, we got more of the myths surrounding food safety. Uh, Michelle is going to share those with us. Of course, we'll take your calls about anything you want. Take control of your airwaves at 800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zempax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Michelle. And uh, we invite you to our website, freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that you'll find there completely free. Our bulletin board system is one of them. You can go over and you can get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners. And all of it is completely free. So go to bbs.freetalklive.com to do that. That's BBS dot freetalklive.com and you need to know about the toto sack michelle now you i have, have a toto sack i you have two. two i do and uh, i've been i've been working on getting them for you and mark finally went ahead and placed an order for all of our co-hosts uh-huh. and so you grabbed a couple have you had a chance to use them yet um actually i've used them for two different things really I, yes well because you showed me that they have two different purposes they are great for carrying bags <laughs> yeah. grocery bags it'll make it so you can carry way more bags than you would normally comfortably be able to carry on your hand you won't have the, the problem with the bags digging the handles digging into your hands right. that's really what they were designed for but they also have a self-defense purpose as well yes they look like as my my boys teased me said mom you got a set of you know plastic 
knuckles. And plastic <laughs> plastic is, a, is an accurate word, but it makes it sound cheap. I mean, these things aren't plastic that's going to bend. Right. This is some, I think it, Mark said they're made out of like recycled engine parts or something like mm. that. And they're very, very hard, very tough. Yes. Yeah, so people asked me what they were as I exited Shaw's last week. You oh, know? really? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, you know, I had probably four bags on each one. I was able to carry eight bags mm-hmm. with my two handles. Yes. So I'll get a photo of that, too. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's a great product, and it's very affordable. You can go and grab yourself a family pack over at totasac.us. That's totasac, T-O-T-A-S-A-K dot U-S. It is the one-trip wonder for hauling goods from your vehicle to your home, and it's a great product. I love it. Uh, we're going to give you a two-pack here coming up later tonight, so stay tuned for your chance to win that. Meantime, we continue with your calls and your thoughts. John is in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Michelle. Hello, John. Hi, good evening. Hey, John. Uh, Michelle, you Hi, have John. in the past said you would uh, not vote. I was wondering if that also included, should you by some circumstance find yourself on a jury? Oh, okay, wait. I'm so glad that you brought this up because I actually did think of something that I would, that would, I would vote for today. So, so I'll um, answer your question. Would I vote if I were asked to be on a jury? Well... Meaning, would you vote in a decision on a case? Would you serve on a jury? That kind of thing. Yes, John, I, is that I your would... question? John? Yes, was that's it, the question. That's your question. Okay, go ahead. Sure, I would serve on a jury. I, I, I've i never been called up for jury, so... I, the, on the well, there light. might be a reason for that. Maybe it's because you're not registered to vote. That in might be a factor. In New Hampshire, uh, I have actually served on a jury, and I can tell that story. In New Hampshire, in order to be called for jury duty... You either have to have a driver's license or be registered to vote. New Hampshire actually uses both methods uh, to find yeah. a jury pool. That's yeah, probably I, why I don't get called. Right, I don't want to get a New Hampshire driver's license, but I am registered to vote here, and so there. I guess there's a chance I could be called, which is good news. But you were called, John. Right. What's your story? Well, I was called up for jury duty. The way it works in New Hampshire is you get picked for one, two, or three days that you have to show up and be part of the pool of eligible jurors. I got two dates. The first date I showed up, and they said, well, uh, all the uh, court cases you might have been called to hear were resolved this morning, so you can uh, go home, and, well, we wasted a day if we took it off work, which I did. Yep. Came back later that month, and there were many more cases uh, involved. And the process is they split you up in several different ways in case they need to divide the jury pool. Uh, in this case, they divided us in half, took half the room out uh, to... He called for some other cases and started pulling literally names out of a bag, and that's how they determined who would be asked if they would be on the jury. And the judge read off a whole list of things that might disqualify a person, and uh, you were instructed if your name was called to rise and say whether or not you answered yes to any of his questions. If you did, you would go up and explain to him what your potential disqualification was, and he would decide in the presence of both the plaintiff and the defense attorneys whether or not uh, that was worthy of dismissal. Uh, for the first case I was actually called for, uh, it was a week long. I didn't want to take that much time off of work. I said so, and they let me go. Hmm. The second case was supposed to be a one-day trial. So uh, what happened was they picked, uh, I think, about 14 jurors, 12 plus two alternates, and then they picked about six to be alternates in case in the voir dire process. They knocked out a few. Okay. And uh, this is nothing like TV. Uh, they picked me as the very sixth of the alternates, the... You know, plaintiffs, uh, well, the, the state and the defense wrangled uh, with each other for a minute. They announced 
five names they wanted off the original jury, and they announced five names they wanted on the uh, you know, reconstituted jury, and I was among them. Now, now, how are you able to get through the, the jury selection process? In a lot of cases, we've talked a lot about jury nullification on this program where jurors can actually vote not guilty based on their conscience, uh, based on how they feel about whether there should be a law or not, not whether it's just the facts in the case. And so, you know, spreading the word about jury nullification means that there are a lot of courts, well, there, there are a lot of courts out there that want to catch people that know this stuff. They want to catch people that know their rights. They want to catch people that have opinions uh, about you know, possibly throwing the law out. And so they. And who teach other people that. Right. And they may ask um, questions on a, a juror application form. Because in a lot of places, you'll get this form that you have to fill out listing all your affiliations, listing the magazines you subscribe to, listing, you know, the political party that you're affiliated with. So did you have that to deal with in this case? I did. They sent me such a form, and then uh, it said you must answer this per this New Hampshire RSA. I went to the RSA, and it said you had to give them five pieces of information. They asked for way more than five. I only filled out the five. Five pieces of what? When I was five pieces of you know, your name, uh, whether or not you speak English, if you're a citizen, they're only by law allowed to ask five things. Oh, interesting. Um, so I only filled out the things that were allowed under law, and I scribbled in there per this RSA. I'm not going to answer the rest. Mm-hmm. Well, when I was called, the judge actually said, why didn't you fill this out? And I said, well, the law said I didn't have to. And, but I'm willing to answer it now. He read off every question, and I answered every question in his presence, but I didn't give it ahead of time. And for whatever reason, my answers were not enough to dissuade either side. Now, this particular case was failure to obey a police officer. Oh, in what, in what <laughs> manner? Uh, a traffic stop, uh, one of these unconstitutional Fourth Amendment violation type things, uh, you know, the person went in uh, and then immediately exited, and they uh, jumped in a police car, threw in their sirens, they chased after him, and within a few hundred feet, he stopped, pulled over, and was summarily arrested. His car towed. Uh, in the, they never brought forth any evidence that he was drinking. They never said that he had anything uh, he should not have had in the car. And it was based on this that most of the jurors who voted not guilty felt they should vote not guilty. And, so, uh, so the, the guy was charged with disobeying a police officer because I'm sorry. What was the charge again? A police failure to obey a police failure officer. to obey because uh, he didn't pull over fast car. enough. Was that why? Well, he pulled over and then he said, "Well, I want to go home," and just left. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they felt, you know, his uh, defense was he didn't really understand what they were doing, you know, and that seemed reasonable enough to most of the jurors. And the initial vote came down 9-3, and based on that, I actually didn't even have to bring up nullification. Well, isn't it supposed to be dangerous to bring up nullification as a juror? I, I, I believe the Fully Informed Jury Association does – I believe they recommend against mentioning the, that word uh, in, you know, in a jury room because essentially there's, I guess, concerns about tampering. I, maybe I'm misremembering this, but I believe that their recommendation is that you just nullify it personally – and if asked why, you just say the state didn't prove their case. Like well, you're not supposed to mention nullification. Come to, uh, I actually said, you know, 
this case is so weak, we don't even have to worry about something like jury nullification. Mm. I happen to have been elected the foreman of this jury. And you know what, uh, um, John, that may be actually different here in New Hampshire. Maybe uh, what I'm saying to you is really more uh, accurate for the rest of the country, where they do everything they can to keep jury nullification uh, information out of the courts. In fact, if a, if a defendant in most places in this country, if a defendant or a defense attorney brings up jury nullification, they'll call a mistrial and they'll, you know, they'll bring another trial together on that and possibly bring contempt charges against the person that, that mentions it in court. Whereas recently there was a court case here in New Hampshire where they absolutely did bring it up in court and it was part of the, the defense attorney's uh, approach and there were no objections whatsoever from the prosecution or anything like that. And uh, so maybe here in New Hampshire they go easier on people that actually bring up nullification. But it's my understanding that in a lot of places uh, it's, it can be risky to even mention that term, even as a juror. Well, in New Hampshire, uh, part of the uh, Republican platform was to educate people on jury nullification. So, like as part of the pass, as part of the process, you mean as part of like it, when the jurors show up, they would be actually told about and informed regarding jury nullification. How it uh, gets implemented is a good question. We'll have to see how that RSA. Well, I, I know that you're out. one of those guys that can work on that because you were elected as a state representative here uh, this year. And so thanks for doing that in advance. And I'm glad to glad to hear the jurors actually voted not guilty on a case of a guy driving away in the, <laughs> from the police. That's great and, to know. And, and they said it was because the state failed to prove the case. That's great. Thanks for the call tonight, uh, John. Things are just a little bit better already here in New Hampshire. More coming up. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait, there's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the second hour of the program, and we invite you to take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features there on the site completely free, so enjoy those on us. And uh, coming up still tonight, your chance to win a two-pack of the Totasac, so stay tuned for that. 800-259-9231. Of course, you can uh, bring up anything you want. Last hour, we started a top ten list. We didn't get through the whole thing. In fact, we only got through two of the ten. And so I want to pick that up again here, Michelle. The S-510, the so-called Food Safety and Modernization Act, which sounds all special, actually, of course, is uh, designed to destroy small businesses and uh, small farmers. So fa- small food producers will be hurt significantly by this, while the larger food producers will have no problem absorbing the extra costs that are necessary in order to bring their businesses into compliance uh, with all of the, the government regulations that are coming down the pipe here. 
So, uh, I guess actually, was- I think it's more ominous than that. You know, I I don't consider myself a conspiracy person. You know, but but sure, I buy into some conspiracies, and and I think that um, the fact that there is a basically a three day food supply in this country uh, because we're not really growing and producing our, our food anymore, and that coupled with the um, stringent um, laws about growing your own food. I think it, you know, we're really going to be set up to have, um, bread lines, bread lines. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's certainly not there yet, but I, I can see where the people are coming from with the with their concerns and the more government control over food, the worse off we're all going to be because the way it's going is they're pushing more and more of the production of food into the hands of the big corporate conglomerates Monsanto and things and right and um and it, you know they're making it illegal to uh, um have heirloom seeds or to even uh store um, uh part within this bill uh you're not to store food to some degree as well but i'll get to that part let me finish up with number two. Yeah, this is the natural was, news. Is it yeah, natural, natural news, Mike Adams. And um, so the quote-unquote reason to believe a food is contaminated is sufficient for the FDA to recall products. And, you know, one of those products is raw milk, which by definition, because it's raw, could uh, falls under could their... bacteria fall, in it. Yeah, falls like, under their, their um, you know, criterion of reason to believe that it may be contaminated so is this going to outlaw raw milk uh, across the country yes it'll end up yes it's it's done that it's it's uh uh that's already been a problem with a lot of farms no that's there's no doubt in different states there they have different controls over raw uh, raw milk and in many cases they actually do sting operations against amish people it's crazy Mm -hmm. like by like selling milk in a parking lot like as though you were buying a bag of pot or something like that, <laughs> having a dr- drug dealer get into your car in the parking lot, and instead it's some Amish girls that would drive to the parking. There's a story about this right. where they actually busted these girls in the parking lot of like a Walgreens for selling raw milk. It's crazy. Well, anyway. and you know, people want to be able to take responsible responsibility for their own health. So, um, you know, back a few years ago, actually, I remember protesting about it. You know, ten or fifteen years ago, supplements. And there was a big thing about that, um, you know, so we can't regulate what we're ingesting into our own body now. And I think that that is really a violation of the most fundamental of your property rights, which is your own body. Well, wasn't there concern and maybe they've taken it out of this version of the bill because the bill has been rewritten and rewritten. So I don't claim to know what's currently in it. But wasn't there concern that they were going to be authorizing the FDA to regulate the supplements like you were talking about? Yes, I actually... I suppose I really should have read the thing. In well, that's entirety, all right. Don't worry about but, um, it. There's a lot of information out there. And it was this. also going. It was also going back and forth. Um, it says here that the FDA literally believes that there is no food, no herb, no vitamin or supplement that has any ability to prevent diseases of any kind. So, um, yeah, that's re- the, right. That's the FDA's you know approach. They are very biased here. against mm-hmm. the the the. I, I'm not sure what the right term is like the natural remedies. I guess you could say very biased against those. Well, at the it's, FDA, right? So, farm uh, pharmaceutical companies ha- stand to benefit greatly if um, you know if you can't cure yourself through the natural uh, herbs and and um, right, take a pill. vitamins, take a pill. <laughs> and right. the, the pharmaceutical companies are the ones that are paying the FDA. Yes. So they're the ones that are paying billions of dollars to go through to put their drugs through the FDA's process. 
in many cases, as is the case with all kinds of regulatory boards, the pharmaceutical companies have their guys on the FDA's advisory board and on their executive board. And essentially, it's a completely captured organization. And that tends to be how this works. If, if there's a regulatory agency, whether it's whether it's for the FDA at the national level or whether it's your local restaurateurs association, you will find out or the local plumbers board, you will find out that it's it's staffed. With the people that are that have been in the business, whatever the business is, for decades, mm-hmm. you know the the old uh, the old guard, if you will, and they are guarding against mm-hmm. new upstarts, and mm-hmm. they they want to create regulations and controls that make it difficult for a new innovator to come into the marketplace and offer a new product or a different variation of the service at a new price and and better competition, you know, more competition. They are against that, and that's why they create the regulations. It's not to uh, it's not to keep you safe. It's to keep their buddies in business. In this case, the pharmaceutical companies safe from competition. Because if it turns out that I don't know, some some plant out there, I don't know what it would be, but some plant cures cancer. Well, that's a real problem for the pharmaceutical companies out there. I mean, you from mean their like perspective. Cannabis? I don't I don't know if can, cannabis cures cancer. It's certainly been shown to have been helpful in uh, in the cases of reducing, I believe, some sort of cancerous agents. I'm not, not some sure. Some cancerous agents as well as um as well, brain tumors. It's it's been known to shrink brain tumors. But rather than embrace that, rather for whatever reason, the pharmaceutical company, rather than embracing that and saying, "Wow, that's great news. Let's put our own version of this out on the marketplace," mm-hmm. they want to use the government to just crush it and only offer their after the fact solution, the right. which might not even cure anything. It might just put there's somebody on a, a pill, pill regimen. There's synthetic pill that's really not properly digestible by your body. Yeah. <laughs> So I've got a lot of concerns with uh, with the the pharmaceutical. I think there's a, a a place for some farm pharmaceuticals, but the system is is really biased in it favor of them. It ultimately should be your choice, though, mm-hmm. what you put into your body. And if the government is outlawing these, you know, food sources and supplement sources, then I believe that they're violating your. Right to your Now, we're not body. sure if they're outlawing it in this particular bill, but there has been a lot of talk about that. And so maybe it's in here, maybe it's not. If you know better, please uh, please feel free to clue us in at 800-259-9231. But let's move on to number three, the myths, uh, the ten, top ten myths surrounding food safety here. Right. That was actually about chicken, and we kind of already covered chicken and mm-hmm. cleanliness in okay. the kitchen and everything. So number four is that uh, S, uh, S510 will exclude and protect small farmers. The tester amendment, which was finally included in S-510, excludes farmers who sell less than $500,000 worth of food each year from the more onerous paperwork and compliance burdens described in the bill. But this dollar amount is not indexed to inflation, meaning that the U.S. dollar, as the U.S. dollar continues to lose value due to the Federal Reserve counterfeiting machine running at full speed, uh, food prices will continue to skyrocket. And so that will shift even small so, family farms into that $500,000 sales range. So if they're doing $200,000 today. And if it's the, not profit. It's sales. So, so gross. Right, okay. Exactly. Got it. Uh, so if they're doing, right. So if they're doing uh, $250,000 in sales per year, they don't. They're not going to qualify to fall under the regulations today because it's not indexed to inflation. And by the way, the government's index of inflation is full of it. It's not even an accurate index in the first place. Mm-hmm. So even if it were indexed to inflation, would still inflation could still surpass that. Right. Uh, but basically, if the money supply doubles, then their prices are probably going to double. I mean, that, that's a general statement, but their prices are going to go up. All sure. The, 
it's not hard in a hyperinflation situation to uh, to all of a sudden have everybody jump, you know, qualifying under this rule. Mm-hmm. Well, in a single family farm with like just four people, that can easily reach that five hundred thousand right? in sales. Yes, yes. So, wow. so that's. So that's chump change, is what you're saying. Yes, just right it's, now. It's completely a meaningless, and their profit may be fifty thousand dollars on that, ten percent profit mm-hmm. on that. Yeah, it's like 50, so, 50 grand. I mean, that's not a whole lot for a family right. to live on. Nope. More coming up here. Your thoughts are welcome. 800-259-9231. Especially if you want to comment on the food safe, so-called food safety bill. Uh, we'll continue with some more of the things, the uh, top ten myths surrounding food safety and this particular bill as well. Uh, we'll get to that here. 800-259-9231. Your calls are welcome. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. More coming up in moments. The holiday season provides a great opportunity to share a vision of freedom and how we'll get there. And all of the inspirational and beautifully illustrated publications from BigHeadPress.com are great tools for sharing the freedom message with thoughtful stories, and they are extremely entertaining and a pleasure to read. Just one of the many imaginative graphic novels from BigHeadPress.com is Escape from Terra. Humanity is going to space, and government is not invited. Space pioneers seeking wealth and freedom in outer space. Check out BigHeadPress.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site totally free. So uh, enjoy those on us. Features, by the way, including archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, they're right there on the front page, the top of the website, the last week's worth. You'll find them there. And then if you click into the archive section, you'll go all the way back to late 2006. All of that is totally free. Freetalklive.com. And it's brought to you by HostGator, a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. You can create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. And whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. It's a special web portal that we've created for you. Hostgator.freetalklive.com. You enter their website through that link. You'll get your first month completely free. Again, hostgator.freetalklive.com. As we continue here, uh, and I don't know, what, Michelle's computer just broke on her, so I'm not sure if, you've got, if you're going to be able to pull that up. But we've been talking about this uh, Food Safety Modernization Act. And you had uh, for us tonight from naturalnews.com, the ranger, the health ranger, apparently. Yes, Mike Adams. Uh, the 10 myths surrounding food safety or specifically this particular bill and and what it means and what it's going to do and how it is that essentially this bill is basically geared toward putting the small food producers out of business by essentially burdening them. But, you know, they're not going to put them directly out of business. They're not just going to wave their magic politics wand and and eliminate them uh, post with it'll be a process they will basically bring down burdensome regulations on these small farmers and small food producers that'll make it a lot more difficult for them to do business some of them are going to drop out as a result of that some of them that maybe you know they're not quite they're just maybe just barely getting the bills paid they're gonna have too many costs increase they're not uh, cost increases and they're not going to be able to handle it they're going to go out of business, which means uh, fewer products in the marketplace, fewer choices, fewer uh, little less competition, 
and that's a that's a bad situation all around for those of us out there that are trying to uh, you know feed ourselves they're making it harder they're not making food safer they're making it so food is in fewer hands and if there are only a couple of providers of a product or service, you don't get as good a product or service as you would in an open marketplace where anybody who wants to grow watermelon and sell, sell it on the side of the road can do that. Essentially, this is going to outlaw stuff like that. Absolutely. And so, you know, we've seen over the last year a, a little girl here at uh, the Free Keen Fest um, or a flea market, I think she was at, um, you know, have her ice cream stand get closed down. And we saw someone. That's right. The, co- the their, cops yes. came in and shut down a, like an eight year old girl. Yes. From I think she's four, actually. And and um, and there have been several lemonade stands across the country that have been shut down. Mm-hmm. And those, you know, when I was growing up, those were my that, that was my introduction to agorism and entrepreneurialism. entrepreneurship. Yes, exactly. And um, and so. By limiting the op- opportunities that people have to, you know, be self-sufficient and, and so make sad. use of their own talents and their property and everything, it's, it's shameful. There's no shortage of those stories either. It's amazing how often they come out nationwide, how often the cops will pick on a kid for running a lemonade stand. So have you been able to pull up that, uh, yes. that resource? Yes, so, okay, so we're back to the 10 things. Yes. So we're at line number five. Our myths about mm-hmm. or lies about mm-hmm. this uh, legislation. Go ahead. The FDA needs more power to enforce food safety. That's of course it's a uh, yeah. They, <laughs> they don't need to exist. That's what they claim is that that they need more power to enforce food safety, and um, you know if if you buy into the idea that there needs to be government regulation. Well, you could then claim that the FDA has the power to effectively recall foods by publicly announcing a product has been found to be contaminated. You know, you can make that public service announcement and then you just don't buy that food. And um, I know I used to shop at Whole Foods a lot. And despite the fact that they, you know, were getting all their peanuts or from an organic peanut farmer and, um, you know, what have you, when peanuts had uh, been recalled back a year or so ago, they stopped selling their their homemade, their freshly made peanut butter there at the store where you the peanuts would mm-hmm. go into a grinder and you'd grind them, as well as the almond butter, too, because the almonds had been right next to the peanuts. And they Why? just, because Whole Foods, you know, John, I love John Mackey, um, you know, they wanted to make sure for themselves that that they could assure their consumer that, in fact, until this was done, until this had been cleared up, that they were not going to to be selling any product that had been um, suspect of, of, of contamination, which it's their prerogative. Mm-hmm. So whole, that's whole, that was Whole Foods' choice. It was not required of them by the government or what have you. Sure. And I appreciate private industry, you know, taking the initiative and, um, you know, it is in Whole Foods' best interest to protect their consumer. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's, I don't know what they're going to say here to, to that particular claim, the, the, the idea that more regulation is needed to protect. The, the suggestion is almost that, well, we've got enough and that the FDA should just enforce. Is that what they're saying? The yes, FDA exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's weak. You know, right. That's weak. The, because you're absolutely right, Michelle. The reason why food is safe 
isn't because of the USDA or the FDA. It's because of the marketplace mm-hmm. and because of what you just said, that the producers and the people that are – you've got the different levels. You've got the people that are producing, the farmers and the, the manufacturers mm-hmm. out there. And, of course, they ship it to usually wholesalers and then they ship it out to the, the food and the, uh, the, the distribution centers and then it goes to the stores. None of those people want anybody to get sick. Absolutely because not. Because if, if they get sick, the word's going to get around about that product, and mm-hmm. then people are going to have really bad feelings about it and possibly put that business uh, out of business. Mm-hmm. So there are several levels of safety checks that are, are implemented by the marketplace. A lot of the things that are, are done at the grocery store, uh, you know, like behind the scenes in the, in, the, in the grocery store, people don't even know about. They don't realize what the levels – I mean, obviously, there's, there's things that are obvious, like the dates that are on the, the packages. That's an obvious one. But there are other things that they do to make sure that they're dealing with manufacturers that know what they're doing and are putting out a good, consistent, quality product. Mm-hmm. And uh, that if you don't meet the standards of, say – you know, you name the Piggly Wiggly or uh, Publix. I mean, they're, they're always different sure. regional uh, brand, uh, regional food distributors. If you don't meet their standards, their quality standards, you're not getting on their shelf. It's not like just you know some guy can show up with the meat off the back of his truck and get his his product on the <laughs> right. on the the public shelf. Right. They have all kinds of uh, standards that they're applying to the food that they're that they're selling you, and it's the marketplace that does that because they know you can go down the street to Win Dixie or whatever the other uh, competitor is in town, and you can buy food from them. And so they have to ensure that things are on the up and up. Absolutely. And, you know, and it, it just goes back to the basic premise of do you own your body? And do you have the right to put in your body what you want to put in it? And the idea that um, that the government is going to legislate what I can and cannot put into my body is is very distressing to me at the most basic level. Oh, absolutely. And the other question is, do you own your business? And can you decide how to run your business and do what you want with your business? And that, the answer to that is no. You don't own yourself and you don't own your uh, your business. I mean, we'd like to. That's that's the ideal, but they don't behave in the way that uh, they don't allow people to own themselves. They don't allow people to make decisions, and they're ma- they're allowing fewer and fewer decisions to be made every day. And that's the point of this bill. It's just going to crack down on food freedom. More coming up here. We'll uh, explain and take your calls about what you want. This is Free Talk Live. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, bring up what you want at 1-800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. We'll be live all week, by the way, just so you know, in case you're just tuning in and you are listening on the radio. If you get this show on Saturday nights, you're going to be able to hear us live on Christmas Day. We'll be live Christmas Eve as well, so uh, stick with us all week long here and join the fun. Phones, uh, phone lines are open, as always, for you at 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features 
totally free. So head over there and enjoy those on us, including the webcam. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com, and you can watch, you can interact uh, as well with other listeners. You can watch us here in the studio, and then there's a chat room that's built into the same page that allows you to interact. So go to cam.freetalklive.com to do that. In fact, if you want to not go to the and watch the cam but still interact, you can. We just, as uh, Michelle just learned during the break, you can go to chat.freetalklive.com and that'll just take you to a full screen uh, chat page. So if you're really into the chat thing, that's always nice. I am teachable. It's nice to you know. You are. You're a quick learner, too. Uh, so uh, cam.freetalklive.com or chat.freetalklive.com, either one works. But the cam is brought to you by Memory Dealers and they offer the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBIX, XFPs, packs and X2s that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP at up to 99% off list price. Memory dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling, your source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. MemoryDealers.com. They're in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. That's Memory Dealers. Dot com as we continue here. Of course, we'll take your phone calls about anything. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to continue the list of things, five lies, five myths surrounding the Food Safety and Modernization Act from naturalnews.com. And I think we're on number six. Yes. So we've established that the FDA does not need more power. I mean, we want to abolish the FDA and, you know, ourselves. But um, the next one would be that uh, fresh produce is contaminated because of a lack of paperwork. So the the <laughs> government is proposing that there needs to be more, you know, paperwork signed and uh, that that will, in fact, ensure greater safety. So it'll ensure the hiring of more bureaucrats. <laughs> I think four thousand yeah. more is what they're calling for. Wow. That's so, what they do, though. They do paperwork. Right. So I guess um, I guess if you want a job in a. In, in government work that you there is an opportunity for employment out there. Oh, there sure will be. I wouldn't uh, be able to handle it personally, but anyway, go ahead. Well, you know, we've got um, these factory animal farms as opposed to the uh, non-factory farms. And um, because Mike Adams is a naturalist and, and he supports, you know, organic farming and, um, and well, certainly not factory farming, uh, he claims that the the huge the output of of cow feces ends up in the water supply, and that that's Ooh. yeah well it does, mm-hmm. and that that's in fact what um, can come in contact with fresh produce. So the food contamination problem is therefore an upstream problem where you've got to reform the factory animal operations that now dominate the American meat industry. Um, so I, I disagree with his position that we need the government to go in and, and uh, you know, reform the American meat industry. Um, You'd think these people would learn their lesson, that they're, they're so disconnected, apparently. Like somebody like this, yes. who pays close attention to the way this government is attempting to, government people are trying to control his favorite industry. Mm-hmm. The you know the the natural side of the food industry, but yet he still wants the government to in, get involved in other right. areas. You would think that uh, that people like the, like that would get it and would make the connection that hey, this government is a problem everywhere. It sticks its fingers. Absolutely. What a shame. Well, you know, um, I actually was uh, river rafting. Um, gosh, about a. 13 years ago or so mm-hmm. um, in uh, California. and When you were 12. 
Yeah, when I was yeah. 12. And I had a very big spill and I swallowed a whole bunch of water. And I uh, got Giardia, which is Ooh, a boy. parasite that's nasty. Oh, it sounds nasty. It is nasty. And it is um, caused by cow feces. So, you it know, was in the water. Yeah, yeah. So there were farms. I mean, so, you know, I mean, this is really, really clean water, but. Mm-hmm. Um, or so it looked. Yeah. <laughs> it smelled clean. It looked clean. But there were, in fact, farms upstream. Right. And so, you know, that was. Um, and I was given uh, these nasty horse pills that mm-hmm. would, you know, hopefully uh, get rid of it. It didn't. So I was given another set of antibiotics, which just knocked me out. That didn't take care of it. So I fasted and I drank a bunch of apple cider, apple cider, and um, for five days, and that got rid of it. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So you know, I'm I'm big on uh, on uh, natural remedies mm-hmm. and everything. Um, but in any case, um, it was my choice to go rafting there, wasn't it? Indeed. Yeah. So so I. I'm glad that you pointed out because that is where Mike Adams and I point uh, part ways is um, that he seems to want to use government to do some things, but not others. Or I mean, maybe he's what we would call maybe a minarchist. Well, I don't know. It, it, well, and, and it's okay. I mean, a lot of us started at that point, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of us had that belief system in the past where, well, I don't think my business should be regulated, but those other guys. Right. uh, And that's a really dangerous position to be in. And a lot of people around the world, a lot of Americans as well, they think this way. Mm -hmm. And it's it's that mindset that is preventing people from ever really being truly free. Mm -hmm. Because part of what freedom means is that everybody should be free. I mean, if if yes. it's just you that's free, then first of all, that's not very likely. The way it, it mm-hmm. tends to work is, well, everybody's got their areas in which they think the government should be in. And so if they all get the government in the areas they want the government to be in, then you've got government in every area of our lives. And that's what we've got today. Um, you have to allow people. That's the, the critical aspect here to achieving freedom. You want to achieve freedom in your own personal life. It's great to go and live as free as possible. And you talk about doing that right. and we talk about that on this show and just and, and being as free as you can and ignoring as many of their stupid rules as you can and their taxes as you can. That's all good. But the system is still there. And as long as people are clamoring for control of their neighbor, as long as there's something that their neighbor is doing that they disagree with and they can't stop advocating that their neighbor be controlled in some way, Mm -hmm. then they'll never have the control lifted from them. And until you're finally ready to allow your neighbors who are doing weird things you disagree with Mm -hmm. to do those weird things that you disagree Mm -hmm. with, whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. as long as it's peaceful. And it's as not long, harming anyone. Right. As long as nobody's being harmed against their will, mm-hmm. I mean, you can still be harmed you know, by your own choice. If you want to get into a duel, that's fine. That's your sure. business. Go wrestle a gator. I mean, whatever. You can, be, you can subject yourself to as much harm as you want to. But if you're harming others, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. But they have to get over that hump of being either indifferent about other people's uh, freedoms or worse, calling for their freedoms to be curtailed. Because as long as you're out there calling for somebody's freedoms to be curtailed, mm-hmm. somebody else will be doing the same thing to you. They will take that personally, and they will come back, and they will strike back against you. And it's really just the cycle of violence. And people mm-hmm. don't see it that way. They, you know, they just, well, this is safety. This food safety. Right. There's, there's that side of it. And then there's also the argument that I've heard only since 9-11 and the USA Patriot Act. And that, you know... It, doesn't have anything to do with food, but um, it has to do with with uh, personal freedoms. And and that is that, you know, people don't seem to mind their property being rifled through or or, you know, 
the government being in their homes with cameras and things or cameras on the streets and, and the eyes everywhere watching us, people claim that they have nothing to hide. So, mm. so it's, a, it's okay. Search my house. Right. You know, and, and just that idea that, um, the docile police state yes. kind of attitude, yes. do whatever you need to me and whatever you need to do mm-hmm. to make us safe. So yeah, there are a lot of attitudes that are very mm-hmm. dangerous uh, to freedom out there. But I think one of the big ones is people need to start allowing their neighbors, it, or as uh, Dr. Mary Ruart would put it, uh, honoring your neighbor's choice. Yes, you don't have to agree with it, mm-hmm. but you you should al- at least allow people to make their choices. Mm-hmm. And people, until they're ready to to let go of that, will continue to find themselves controlled. That's one of the most powerful points mm-hmm. she makes in her book, Healing Our World, which I highly recommend. If you haven't read it, definitely check it out. You can get it for free. Over at book.freekeen.com. You can get it in free audiobook form there. And I think there's also a PDF as well, uh, or the Kindle version as well. All of it free over at book.freekeen.com as we continue here with your calls, your thoughts. You can make, uh, bring up whatever you want. 800 259 9231. More about the food bill come up here in moments. It's Free Talk Live. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water, it's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November 2011. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're as low as $535, double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today, cruise.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We can get the features on the site for free. And again, that's freetalklive.com, by the way. If you've ever considered taking your case to court without an attorney... You need to know about Jurisdictionary.com. It's a course for people who don't have a lawyer but need to know what it takes to win and people with lawyers that want to minimize their legal fees. Because if you know what the lawyer is supposed to be doing, well, then you can catch them when they're doing things they're not supposed to be and stop them from charging you more than you need to be charged. Uh, So get Jurisdictionary.com. It's a four-CD course. You can go through it in a single weekend. In fact, claim is that an average eighth grader can go through that four-CD course in a single weekend. It works for plaintiffs or defendants and costs less than an hour with any good attorney. So get on over to Jurisdictionary.com and get yourself one today. That's Jurisdictionary.com. As we continue here, we go to Ray in Washington. We're talking about the Food Safety, so-called Safety and Modernization Act. Uh, and Michelle's going down a list of 10 things or 10 myths, 10 lies regarding it. Ray is on the line in Washington. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Michelle. Hi, Ian. Hi, Michelle. Ray Hello. Here. What's on your mind tonight, hey, Ray? Hey, you know, we're by where I live here in Washington, there's a small family creamery. Um, they have a bunch of kids, and they run a little uh, dairy goat cheese making. It's called Estrella Family Creamery, and you can see them on the Internet just by typing in their name, mm-hmm. and uh, the FDA shut them down for some of their cheese making, and nobody ever got sick from any of their cheese, and the finer restaurants are all supporting them, and, and people locally have been backing them, too. But uh, they're being shut they, down because they, they don't actually, have the permit, or what? No, no, they have permits and all that. In fact, they, they have what is known as a cave where you put cheese and stuff like that when you're making this kind of stuff. And they uh, seized all the cheese. They won't let them sell any of the cheese out of their case. So 
people have stepped in and started paying for the cheese and not taking orders just to save the small family. Is, wow. Is this the same family who had all of their computers seized and everything from their home? Um, yeah, I think that is the case. They've, they've really yeah. been after it. It's called Estrella. It's E-S-T-R-E-L-L-A, Family Creamery. So you're saying that people are just coming by and basically ordering things they can't even get because right. they just want to give them money to keep right. them afloat? Yeah, the people if people are supporting them, just trying to keep their dairy, you know, in business so they can get past this. This uh, it's an FDA that oh, shut boy. them down, and they went out and seized and, and just really nasty, nasty folks. They are nasty people. You're absolutely right. And then there's the story out of California where there was a natural food store that was raided. They had their raw milk taken. And uh, no, there's two or three. There's two or three of these creameries, these small family places where they're going after and. And the way I see it is they're trying to shut them down from more or less going right to the public and holding up the big cheese suppliers and, you know, like Kraft and all these other ones. And Absolutely. Just, you know, the, the thing about this food thing, and, and I myself, are, you know, am now even considering getting goats. Now, I live on a 40-acre farm and have apple trees and have a huge garden. You know, it's funny. You may have thought years ago, I'll grow some food to save money, but now you're growing food to save your life. Because mm-hmm. the food out there, no telling what's in this stuff. Between I mean, the chemicals just, and the additives and the hormones, it's garbage. Yeah, melamine in food, you know, that's on the face of my cabinet. Mm-hmm. I'm sure not thinking about eating that stuff. And here you see that stuff coming out of China. And, and uh, I just think, you know, because I've always been since 79 an old Mother Earther, but, uh, geez, this has really gotten bad. We used to do it to save money. Now, like I say, we're doing it to save our lives. Because uh, in, in these small dairies... Or anybody who's raised and has any raw milk or any fresh meats or anything like that, you can see that they're coming after them to put them out of business from supplying us with the food. It's either going to be the giant corporations of Monsanto, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and these others. And if you if you take a look, now you were on the West Coast, Michelle, weren't you? Yes, I, yeah. I was raised in Oregon and uh, California. So did you ever see a newspaper called the Capital City Press? I don't recall that, no. It's a newspaper designed just for small farmers and farmers through the western states of Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada, uh, Idaho, and and those areas. Mm. And the amount of stuff coming from Monsanto to shut down small farmers who don't want to buy their seed, and they are not only just going after them there, they're... If you buy if you buy your own seed and they have a seed field next to theirs mm-hmm. or some kind of crop of theirs and that self pollinates over into your field and they find out that you sold any of that seed from the field across the street you can't stop that pollination from coming across yep. they come after you and sue you and you know it's and they use the patent law to go after you as well and and so it's basically the government the the US federal government is enabling what you're talking about that by the by the existence of the patent law that this Monsanto company would be able to patent seeds right. <laughs> would be able to patent uh, genomes and things like that yeah and, take away our food seed but when they come after you they come after you and they're such a huge company with so much money and what do so you do? many lawyers and here you're a small family farm they, yep. they had a guy who was washing seeds who was just kind of cleaning seeds up you know so he had been doing this for years and Monsanto came after they hit him so hard and he was such a small player they crushed him the guy yeah even if you're in the right uh, it can be very difficult to to defend yourself against something like that well the you former know, former Monsanto guy um, Michael Taylor was appointed by Obama to be the FDA food safety czar 
What a shock. <laughs> you, know, you know, this is how bad it is in, in, in the business that I'm in, in, in the used equipment business, like tractors and stuff. If I bring in a tractor and paint it green and yellow, do you know it gets seized at the border? Because John Deere owns the color green and yellow. No, I didn't know that. That's crazy. No, I would think that you just like the. I would just think that you liked the Oregon Ducks, which you know <laughs> would be a good thing. Hey, no, Ray, no. thanks, thanks for the Take call tonight. Enough, I appreciate right. hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. The SACL CAI toll free line. So we're continuing here on the list of ten lies that or ten myths that are propagated regarding this particular food safety bill, which is really just going to hurt the little guy. But uh, go ahead. Right. We're at number seven, um, and that is that the American people are dying in droves from unsafe fresh food. Well, you know, <laughs> to go along with what Ray was saying regarding you know the garbage that is is added to our food now and the hormones and, and things like that. It's processed food that's laced with chemicals and, and, you know, gross stuff that is, you know, causing obesity and all of the, uh, those disease related, um, food related diseases, not in fact that it's, it's unsafe or, or not clear that not that it's unclean, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And <laughs> The idea that people are are dying left and right from a dirty tomato or something like that, I just don't see it. Right. But anywhere between 100,000 and 240,000 die from uh, uh, pharmaceutical-related deaths each year. So That's true. Right. So yeah, we've got, of properly prescribed prescription medication, right. I believe. Is, so we've got 1,000 people that have died from salmonella and foodborne you know, illnesses. Mm-hmm. And... And 100 times, 100 to 200 times that amount that are dying from pharmaceutical. And yet somehow we're. Somehow they're focusing on the food. Exactly. That's the problem. Sure. Because, again, they're 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 doing this for the same reason they're doing the uh, what was it? The the Consumer Product Safety Commission Mm -hmm. created this huge piece of legislation that passed last. I think it was last year, a couple of years ago, and it went into effect, I believe, earlier this year. That is going to put out, uh, put small toy manufacturers out of business Mm -hmm. because of the same kind of situation where they're increasing the regulations in general and the regulations apply heavily to the the smaller businesses because they don't have the army of lawyers to defend against this stuff. It's just so sad to watch all of this happening. And of course, people are so, the worst, the saddest part is that people are so obedient. They're so, so docile that they will just accept it. Oh, well, I guess we'll just have to do what the government says. And I would argue that that's because there's fluoride in the water making everyone docile. Oh, you're one of those, are you? (laughs) Should get together with Sam. yeah, the fluoride in the water thing. Uh, maybe there's something to it. <laughs> At least up here, it uh, they don't actually put it in the water. That's here right. I have King. well and I have filters. But so. people are docile here too. So mm-hmm. how do you explain that? I think that people are much less docile here in New Hampshire. Don't than you think though? Anywhere else? Yeah, yeah. That has it. to do with culture, not uh, the the water supply. Sure. And it really has to do with the government education system yeah. more so than anything else. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, to 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 pawn it off on a chemical in the water. I think is pretty weak. It, oh, it makes more no, sense no, no. to me I'm, to say I'm not, that I'm not saying that that that's entirely due to right. the it's the Florida 13 water. years of minimum government indoctrination Absolutely. that, that and the, beats and the, people just, down. Right, and the, um, here in New Hampshire, you've got just this attitude of self sufficiency and self reliance that you don't have in in uh, many of the other states. They and are the, the granite staters within within the farming community. 
those farms have been subsidized for so long and on the government's hit that mm. there is this direct correlation between, you know, the farmer and and Big Brother or, you know, the government essentially feeding them and allowing them to subside. We will come back with more here in moments at 800-259-9231. Hour number three is next. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. 1-800-259-9231. A passion for service never leaves. I'm Tim Lewis, and after 22 years in the military, I became a mortgage professional, helping my fellow veterans and active duty service members secure VA home loans. Refinancing with a VA loan is a privilege earned through service, and it's my privilege to help you get there. We can help you lower your rate or consolidate debt, even if your current mortgage is not a VA loan. Go to varadio.com to learn more. That's varadio.com. I'm Tim Lewis. Thank you for your service. varadio.com is a website of iFreedom Direct Corporation, a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com or call 1-800-900-VA-LOAN. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program. You dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that you'll find there completely free. Main feature of the site actually allows you to control the content. You can uh, go surf around the web, find something you think is interesting, maybe a video or uh, perhaps a, a news item or blog post, you take that URL, you plug it into our show prep form at uh, freetalklive.com, submit show prep, and it'll show up on our website. Other listeners can then vote as to whether they like or dislike your suggestion. You get to vote on things, too, and the most voted up make it to the front page and the top of our website, meaning we're more likely to see it, talk about it, and other listeners will see it, too. So get over there, get interactive at freetalklive.com. Joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Michelle. And we go to the phones and the fun. We'll talk more about the food safety, so-called food safety bill here in a little bit. Uh, But we've got Tommy on the line in Scotland. Tommy, you're on Free Talk Live. Tommy. You may take our lives, but you'll never take our Free Talk Live. I can't understand. (laughs) What did he say? Say again, Tommy. I'll give you his subtitles. Look down at the bottom of your radio. (laughs) You may take our lives. But you'll never take our free talk live. I got <laughs> it this time. Not oh. without a fight anyway. If these banksters come in and try to take you off air, then just say, hey, you'll stick the nut in you because we are half a nut Scottish lovers. Your, t- your, level, <laughs> your audio levels are kind of going uh, all over the place. Can you make sure you're talking right into your phone? Is that any better? That's, is that, that's is that good, good, sir. Yes, yes sir. Tommy, that's I'm better. So what do you want to share tonight, Tommy? Hi, Hello, Tommy. Hi, Michelle. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thank nice you. To, nice to speak to you. Nice All right, to, Tommy. To let's <laughs> let's get to the point of the call. Hey, come on. May I'm allowed to say hello to someone? I don't you know, blame I'm, you. She's a very I'm, nice lady. No, but 
Uh, for anybody that I meet, I like to, you know, introduce myself and say hi to them. But I've spoke to your good self many times before. I've just been polite, you know. I appreciate uh, that, Tommy. And, but if we spent time get, being polite with everybody, then we'd spend like, you know, 10 minutes an hour doing that. So go ahead with your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, this uh, gentleman uh, from WikiLeaks. Julian Assange. He's been held. Yeah, Julian, yeah. Now, you know, it's, it's, it's a terrible situation on how that we can turn, you know, a whistleblower, someone whose only crime is to expose major crimes that have been happening in the world vis-à-vis the United States of America's government and Great Britain's government and what it's been doing. You know, the biggest criminals who should be sitting in the dock right now are past and previous and, cons- and current presidents and prime ministers because... They are the terrorists. Oh yeah. They are the they are the illegal war makers who walk into country after country. They're following Ian, if you look at it and analyze it closely, they're following the same kind of as you you great guys over there would call it the playbook. They're following the same playbook as their ancestors, as what their forefathers, what they did to economies, what they did to countries. Yeah. Endless wars of aggression is good business to countries like Great Britain and America, United States of America, because these two countries are the biggest makers, producers, and exporters of weapons of mass destruction, of mm-hmm. armaments, of planes. So it stands to reason that if these two countries, great countries of ours, and they are great because of the people, or the majority of the people who have been dispossessed, who have been disfranchised, who have been oppressed, who have been treated terribly in Great Britain and Ireland and the United States of America by a ruling elite, maybe less than 1%, controlling 95% of the resources of the planet. And Yeah, uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same, huh, Tommy? You're right, you're right, because they've been following the same exact formula Tommy, passed can I- on... Let, let me ask you something, Sorry, yeah. Tommy. Go ahead. What, yeah. does, what, does, uh, what do your people down at the pub there think of Julian Assange and uh, WikiLeaks and, and everything? Are people talking about it, you know, everywhere that you go there in Scotland or, or not really? Well, sadly, Michelle, I, I'm a, I became a Muslim just three weeks prior to 9-11, so I sadly don't visit any, pub, any pubs, but for the, the little coffee shops or the coffee houses that... You know, I go for a, a little uh, cappuccino or a latte, you know. Yes. Then the, the word is on the street in Glasgow. It's minus, minus 20, I think, here in Glasgow just now. But the word, in, the word on the street is that, you know, it's, it's absolutely criminal mm-hmm. to put someone behind bars. You know, these charges that he's supposed to be on, rape charges in Sweden, I've heard that if these charges were brought anywhere near in the UK, they wouldn't even get near court. They'd be laughed out. It's not a rape charge. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's nothing of the sort. No. And these and these cases or these charges have been sitting in the background for a number of weeks, if not months. And it's only just been in the last couple of weeks with the recent exposure that his website has, is, is exposed on the American military junta, on the British military junta, and all the little communiques, you know, and all the little stuff. I mean, all the stuff, the majority of the stuff isn't really damaging uh, to a degree. 
And most of the stuff, especially the stuff that came out at the start, it seemed to me that this was information that the Americans were wanting to put out there vis-a-vis Iran, you know, all the, the, the states around Iran who were saying, oh, you know, we should go and invade Iran. So it seemed like good political manoeuvrings well, on behalf of the I United would, States I would disagree. Junta. I would disagree, particularly what was uh, put out by uh, through Bradley Manning, who's being held... Uh, currently, um, the the footage that was shot of the, the helicopter, the, yes, of the military. Where they were just um, shooting down unarmed people. You mean un, un, unarmed people? Yeah. Correct. Yes, and then laughing yeah. and, and you know killing them and everything. So I, I wouldn't suggest that the that that was um, allowed by the government. Well, to I mean, be, if you got two hundred fifty thousand documents, you're releasing. Some of them are going to be pretty damning. Some of them aren't going to be mm-hmm. that da- that damning. Mm-hmm. No, the point the point I'm trying to say that. They're, they're planning, and there's no doubt about it, there's no two ways about it, they're going and they're trying to orchestrate their next imperial war. They're going that to, much is probably true. I mean, yes. they, they've always got some sort of uh, naughty plan up their sleeve about how they want to continue on bombing and killing people because uh, that, you know, that's good business for their military-industrial complex. So that much I, I agree with. I don't know if I agree with the conspiracy theory that the government was actually behind the release of the, right. uh, the documents. I, I don't know about that one. Well, no, well, no. You, you get me wrong on that. You know, I'm, I'm not saying uh, uh, they may be not behind it, but what I'm saying, it was very convenient for them. It might have not been them, but they would probably some of the stuff that came out because they tried to agitate a war in mm-hmm. Iran. So, for the copy that came out at the time with, uh, you know, the Saud family, the Egyptian family saying all bad stuff about Iran, that helps heighten the tension. So, yeah, maybe it wasn't. The Americans released it. Sorry for uh, picking me up wrong. They, they may they, they may have nothing to do with it. You know. They, yeah. Okay. They, they so I see what you're saying. You're, you're saying that uh, in these documents there are some things that might have bolstered their case for uh, for war. And I, I can I can understand where you're coming from on that. And it just goes to show that you know these uh, the uh, the WikiLeaks guys were just releasing everything, not just what was going to you know, look bad for for the government guys and. All that. Although that said, if they want to go to a war with Iran, they're going to need more than just a, a leaked document. They're going to need something that is, you know, a little more Pearl Harbor esque, something a little more well, that's, noticeable, that's a little a more outrageous. Gun. That's a smoking gun that they've got sitting in their holster, sitting there that we all know that they're capable of pulling out when they want. False flag operations, they can pull it out the bag at any given moment without a, a hesitation because they've had it in the pipeworks uh, for what happened in 9 11. See the, the, the documents regarding what they planned and doing in Cuba uh, 40 years previously. You know, so they've got stuff there waiting to go. So, heaven forbid something happens and then it's easy and convenient. You know, they've managed to get on the last attack two wars. They certainly so have had attack. many different ways that they've gotten people involved in the wars in the past, and a lot of them have been completely manufactured. Thank, Thank you, Tommy, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. That much is absolutely the case. Uh, 800-259-9231 is the number. Hey, you want to win a two-pack of the Totasac? Call in now at 603-435-1105. That's 603-435-1105. Michelle loves her. 603-435-1105. They're great. Totasac. 
DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site totally free, so enjoy those on us. We've got the wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you. Wiki.freetalklive.com gets you there. You can edit virtually anything you see. It's uh, wiki.freetalklive.com. And if you're in the market for some silver or gold, there is a good place you can go to take a look-see at some uh, some options for you. And I, I think you're probably going to find that they're pretty good prices. Uh, silver.freetalklive.com. You can call 877-857-9938. Uh, we've teamed up with the folks over at Midas Resources to bring you some very special rates on hand-picked gold and silver pieces. I agree uh, with what Mark says on this, and that is that it's overwhelming when you get into to gold and silver. What do you buy? There are so many choices uh, in the marketplace. And so we've narrowed it down to, you know, basically a handful of uh, selections between gold and silver to, you know, to try to make it easy. And uh, there's different ranges. Uh, you can get, you know, the fancier silver and the, the not so fancy silver as, uh, as well, like the, the junk silver, I believe uh, it is called. Midas has all that stuff. Uh, and you can go to silver.freetalklive.com. And or call eight seven seven eight five seven ninety nine thirty eight. That's silver dot freetalklive dot com. I love having silver and, ha- and having that feel of real. It is value. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it is actually a, it's a great investment to keep your money mm-hmm. at the very least up to pace with whatever the inflation is. Mm-hmm. I don't really expect. I don't really expect too much more out of it. Uh, but on the other hand, you could you know I suppose make a profit on it down mm-hmm. the line. Uh, 1-800-259-9231 is our number. You can bring up what you want. We're going to continue here what we started earlier tonight. And for those of you just tuning in, if you missed it, the details are at naturalnews.com. The ranger, the health ranger. Health ranger, Mike Adams. Explaining to us uh, 10 myths, 10 lies about the uh, so-called Food Safety Modernization Act. Mm -hmm. And we're not, we weren't on board with the entirety of what this guy was saying. He's still calling for government regulation of the industries he doesn't like. He just doesn't like that the uh, industry he likes is being regulated, which I think is a big problem. I think actually, in fairness to him, that that's slight exaggeration. I think that he was more making the point of there is already uh, legislation in place that supposedly takes care of some of these things. Why are we having to, you know, uh, have more because it's never enough for them. (laughs) There's always more that uh, they want to shove down your throat and we're on, what are we on? Number eight. Yes. Uh, line number eight, the FDA just wants to make food safer. And I love what he says here. He says, actually, the FDA wants to make the food more dead. <laughs> mm. I love that. <laughs> um, you know, claiming that the only safe food is sterilized food, which is, you know, the reference back to like raw milk, the fact that it's not pasteurized or homogenized, you know, by definition, according to the FDA, means that it's contaminated. Um, so... Uh, 
as I've mentioned before, I lived in California and, and um, California almonds are, are responsible for the majority of almonds mm-hmm. that are sold throughout the world. And due to the minnow that was held up um, at the Delta there at uh, this uh, near Sacramento, um, water was shut off to uh, Bakersfield in Southern California, meaning that food in the next year is just going to go through the roof because everything dried up, including the almonds. So Mm. all the almonds basically died. And now, you know, so now almonds are coming back and and, uh, they're growing back again. Interestingly enough, Along with this, the this FDA, new USDA uh, 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 regulation, almonds must be chemically fumigated or pasteurized, which will which means that there will no longer be a raw almond. Oh man! Um, in, in the United States, so you'll have to get raw almonds from Spain or that's other crazy. Countries. Right? Almonds are expensive enough as is. Yes. <laughs> And, um, and I personally eat raw almonds and, um, as opposed to salted or roasted or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, so now something that, um, what the, the United States still, uh, uh, produced more of in, than any other country in the world is now being shut down basically. Oh, that's sad. So that won't be, um, a huge export out of California any longer and a popular one. So... That's that. Number nine, um, food smuggling is a huge problem in America. One of the main sections of says Food smuggling. Yes. S510 addresses food smuggling. I know. Mm-hmm. And that has to do with, you know, the claim that people were hoarding food. Do you, did you, have you recalled? Well, have, have I remember talking about this before and mm-hmm. the last thing we read on it gave an example of like the biggest food smuggling bust they've had in the history of food smuggling and Basically, it was uh, some sort of honey manufacturer that was shipping in their honey without going through the appropriate channels. Right. And so it was was essentially a businessman that wanted to avoid paying the the import tariffs on the honey. It wasn't that the honey was bad. It was just that he wanted to avoid the government so he could keep his his costs down. Right. Um, And so that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to – food smuggling makes it sound so clandestine and – you know, very underground right. and bad, but really, it's just or, people that or farmers that, taking food to a farmers market. You're right; they're going to crack down on that yeah. as a result of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to basically call you a food smuggler if you are selling food without a government permit, as I understand it. Mm-hmm. So, That's correct. yeah, that th- this is really scary. I mean, uh, the farmers markets are great little local get-togethers for people. I mean, the, the different people that are into into that scene get to gather on Saturday morning or whatever. You get to buy local. Yeah. You get to get to know the person that's growing your food that you're putting in your body and putting on the table for your family. I think that's incredibly valuable. But uh, because it's usually done without any kind of governmental approval or say-so or, or permitting process, uh, they're going to basically say that they're illegal food smugglers if they haven't bowed down to the state. And that's pretty scary. Yes, it is. And line number 10, uh, Senate Bill 510 will make America's food supply the safest in the world. (laughs) So um, America's food supply is among the most chemically contaminated in the world, actually, second only to China. So whether it's the mercury in seafood or BPA in canned soup or MSG in quote-unquote natural potato chips or all of the other petrochemical cooking agents in food, um, the standard American diet is is 
anything other, anything but healthy. Um, you know, it's, I, I didn't realize how true this was until I had eaten, um, food in Europe, actually. And it happened to be, you know, when I was in college and I'd been, um, you know, pretty poor for some time, putting my way through school and mm-hmm. eating whatever was in the cafeteria. And, um, and I went over there and I ate, uh, I remember having a roast chicken and a tomato salad and the tomato tasting like a tomato. Hmm. And, and that sounds so silly and everything. But, um, at that point I came back to the States and I determined that I was going to eat organic, you know, food or whatever. But, um, uh, food, the food is stored for so long, um, up to a year in airtight bins after being sprayed and is, it has lost most of its nutrients by the time it makes it to the uh, the store, and I absolutely support local farming and um, local consumption. More coming up here with your calls, your thoughts. You're welcome to, uh, to chime in on this topic or bring up anything you want. Take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. Also, coming up, the porn blockage plan from the U.K. They are looking to make a major move to regulate the Internet. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks, and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-800-259-9231, and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features there. Totally free. We've got the news updates. You get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com. Get signed up for email updates or Twitter or Facebook. Uh, sent out an update earlier today thanking everybody who took the time to vote for Free Talk Live. It's because of you, if you voted. Uh, it's because of your votes that is why we won this year's podcast awards. Yay! So, yep, thanks uh, again. You made it possible for us to do this five times now. They've had the podcast awards six years. We only missed one year, uh, and that was last year. So we actually took it back. Yes. We won four years in a row, lost one, and now we've taken it back thanks to you. So. That's what I sent the update about. You can go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up for those updates and be kept in the loop. Michelle, we haven't had any baklava yet tonight. Oh. Would you like to a little bit later on? Because we've got it. Yes. Mandrick's baklava. George's famous baklava. You can get it at mandrick.com. And if you're looking for the perfect treat uh, to bring to this year's holiday party, maybe you've already had your holiday party. Maybe you've still got a New Year's party coming up. Uh, you need a new gift idea for friends and family. You can make it George's famous baklava. It's a walnut pastry with over 50 layers of melt-in-your-mouth phyllo. All of the ingredients are premium and natural. We've been talking about that all night tonight. <laughs> In, to, uh, in order to ensure only the best taste. It's the perfect treat for any party with friends, family, or coworkers. Or, if you're like me, just stick it in the freezer and then you can have it for a, a long time. Yes. Uh, GFB, George's Famous Baklava, is shipped in a special container, priority mail, so it gets to you fast, fresh, and delicious. Order by Tuesday. He's making these, you know, just for you. He's making these to order, as I understand it. And he uh, loves doing it, too. You can order by tomorrow, December 21st, to make sure you have it in time for Christmas. He will drop ship this quick, quick to you. Check out George's Famous Baklava at mandrick.com. M-A-N-D-R-I-K, mandrick.com. There's no C in there. That's mandrick.com. And uh, we, might, we might bring some out here in the studio in a little bit. Delicious. It's, it's good stuff. 
Good. I offered to do a commercial for him, you know, talking about the hot, sticky. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Why did he say no? Did he say no? I think he wanted to hear you instead oh, saying, really? oh, Jordan's baklava. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know about that. We'll have to talk to him, but maybe next year. Right. We can do that. All right, so uh, we continue here with your calls. Your thoughts are welcome. You can bring up anything, 800-259-9231. The man formerly known as Homeless John is with us in Arkansas. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, hey, fellas, what's going on? How have I seen you? Well, just fine. What's on your mind tonight? Well, uh, you know, my life, my social life has taken what a big hit. It's taken what? A big hit? Meaning, Meaning something bad has happened? Oh, something good. Oh, what's, what's going tell, on? Tell uh, me something I, good. I go into the chat room. My username, just for Congress 2010. I got a link that uh, take you straight to what I want uh, want you to look at. Okay, well, I'm not. I'm, I'm not in the chat room right now. So, oh, not, oh, okay. so you'll have to give out the link so people on the radio can. Uh, for a very long. Uh, oh boy, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Uh, where, where do you? What do you want to show people? Charles. Well, uh, that's what I want. To, it's a, you know, it's a photo album at Google uh, Photos. Is this of you and your girlfriend or what? Uh, uh, well, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to get that. <laughs> that's why I want you to take a look. Well, I'm sorry, man, but uh, you know, we, we we do talk radio. We don't. Uh, this isn't a television show, so you know, you've got to describe what you're wanting people to see. Because right. remember, hey, most right, of the people you, listening you, are driving in their car right now. You know, lady I met at church, and uh, she called me up Saturday. Her name is Ellie, and uh, she asked me, uh, what am I going to be doing all day? And to the guys in the chat room, y'all can already see the link. But uh, I said nothing. She said, good, because me and a friend and my daughter is coming over to bring you uh, a Christmas present. And they brought me a Christmas tree and some goodies, and, and it's my very first Christmas tree. Oh, that's so nice. That's so sweet, John. Your first ever. How old are you? How did you not have a Christmas tree when you were growing up? Sorry, you can't have Christmas trees in prison. In where? Prison. You weren't growing up in prison, were you? <laughs> uh, let me think. Yeah. How long were you in prison? Were you in a ju- juvenile facility or something? Well, uh, see, we, we, we can start back in Mississippi, back in the early 70s, from 73 to uh, 73 to 70. Five, I was in the state reform school there. From there, they booted me to the state penitentiary, and then I didn't get up out of the state penitentiary until 1978. Uh, wow. I got in trouble again in Mississippi uh, 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 between 1982 to 1983. When, when, were you first, came, when were you first put into one of these state facilities? How old were you? Uh, I was only uh, uh, 15. So you didn't have a Christmas tree before that? Were your family just unable to afford one, or they didn't celebrate it, or what was that all about? What? Well, I don't even know my family because I spent too much time buying bars. Well, I see where you're coming from, but I mean, you must remember something from when you were 10 or 12 when you weren't actually in the, the juvie system. <laughs> uh, all I know is the, the juvie system and then the penal system. That's all you remember, huh? That's right. And yeah, trust me, it was sad. very tough years in my life. I believe it, man. Well, I'm glad to hear that things are getting better for you, John, and uh, that's touching. Hey, hey. Real nice thing. John, I'm looking at that photo right now. <laughs> oh, you see that? Huh? I do. Yeah. Now, tell me who those people are in the in the picture with you. Uh, that's Ellie, the one that I'm very close upon. That's yeah, is that your girlfriend? Oh. Uh, 
Um, we, we, uh, You're working on it. You're she's working your on it. She's a special friend. That's, That's nice. nice. All right. Well, yeah. it, anybody can go to chat.freetalklive.com if you really want to see what uh, he's talking about. And what's your handle in there? Is it Charles? Uh, Neely for Congress 2010. Neely for Congress. Oh, she is cute, too. Hey, thanks for the call, John. I appreciate hearing from you or Charles. Yeah, or have a Merry Christmas, John. These days. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate hearing from you. Or Happy Holidays as well for those of you that aren't doing the Christmas thing. You were taking me to task uh, before the show, Michelle, because I don't have a Christmas tree. You have no decorations. You are such a bah humbug you Scrooge. You think? Non-festive guy. Oh, oh I just don't celebrate you anything. You do like the scent of cinnamon. I like the so cinnamon So we'll get broom. you a cinnamon broom. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't celebrate Christmas. I mean, I'll go to a Christmas celebration, but I don't actually do any myself. And there's nothing else that I celebrate instead. I mean, I'm going to go to Festivus, but that's happening not at my house. But they don't even, so. Festivus isn't, doesn't even have any fun decorations. They have a pole. They have a pole, right? With a, <laughs> you don't even decorate yeah. the pole. Well, uh, Luther tells me that I guess you have to wrestle with a luchador mask on or something like that. So there's going to be a luchador mask there, I think. Um, everyone is supposed to bring their own. And I understand. Their own luchador mask? That, yes. And I understand that we're to wrestle you. No, I, not me. Yeah. No, it's not my house. (laughs) It's not happening at my house. I don't know what you're talking about. It's my understanding the Festivus tradition is that the first, I guess it's the party isn't over until they pin the owner. I guess they pin the, the head of the household. Is what it is. You said owner. No, it's the head. The head of the household. <laughs> you said owner. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I don't mind having fun with other people's uh, little religion things that, that they have. <laughs> okay. But I I'll, I'll have you over for Passover Seder and then for Easter. Passover? Now, that's not a fun religion. That's all about, like... Drinking. Putting blood on the front door and stuff like that, right? <laughs> Get to drink. Hold hands. And sing, is that right? Sing Dayenu. Mm-hmm. We never did that. Well, I went to. I, I grew up in a Christian family, but we weren't like Christian like that. We never well, celebrated. Well, that Passover. happens to be Jewish. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> See, shows you what I know. Like I remember, they talked about Passover in Christian church. Yes, because the pa- Jesus is the Passover Lamb. What's that mean? Oh dear. That's just because they talked about it doesn't mean I remember or retained any of it. Okay, so the you know in the Jewish in the Jewish religion they would um, they would celebrate Passover by sacrificing a lamb and that mm. blood was shed and Jesus calls himself the Passover Lamb and so whereas Jews celebrate Passover Seder, Christians celebrate the resurrection of Christ and it happens at the same time because Jesus was celebrating Passover just prior to going to the cross. Now, what's the thing with the, the blood the on the door? Supper. Isn't that supposed to prevent like? evil spirits from getting in or something like what's that the the blood on the um on the doorposts and mm-hmm. on the top of the uh, of the door there was to um was so the angel of death did not would pass over that house and not uh, kill your firstborn son hmm. 800-259-9231 that's the SACL CAI tool free line you can take control of the airwaves bring up what you want in the remaining moments and uh, maybe you can find out how ignorant I am regarding the Christian religion. Or Jewish. <laughs> I went to church camp, though. That counts for something. <laughs> More coming up. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This 
This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain, but enough time for your call if you make it now to 1-800-259-9231. Whether it's your touching holiday story or... You know, comments on uh, health freedom as we've been talking about food uh, safety or food uh, freedom as we've been discussing throughout the uh, show tonight. 800-259-9231 or just bring up whatever you want to. We're here all weekend while we as in Free Talk Live. Uh, Michelle, you thank you for coming in here tonight. Yes. And spending some of your Christmas week here uh, with uh, with us on the air. Because Mark is out for the entire week. He'll be back on Saturday. In the meantime, we'll have our wonderful co-hosts in throughout the week. And we will be live on Christmas Eve and New uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and New Year's Eve. Maybe New Year's Day. Haven't quite ironed that one down yet, but it's looking it's looking promising. We have all day to recover before you go on. That's that's right. Not you know. that I go you know go crazy or anything no. like that. You go crazy. Yeah, you don't well, go crazy. Well, I don't I can tell you I've had a few occasions to drink too much and a few was enough for me, <laughs> man. I I pretty much restrict myself at uh, at this now point. Now you just go crazy for baklava. Oh, I forgot to get it during the break. We'll have to do it after <laughs> the show. Uh all right. So yeah, Georgia's famous baklava mandrick.com m a n d r i k.com. All right. So uh, a little bit of different news here and not in a good way. It wasn't long ago that the Australian government passed some kind of legislation that mandated that all of the Internet service providers create basically uh, some kind of filter. They had to go along with this government filtering system that would filter out uh, all the naughty sites, the porn, porn sites, and they could essentially opt I believe, if I'm recalling correctly, it was it was built to where they could opt in, an individual could opt in to the unfiltered uh, internet. So by default, everybody is filtered in Australia, and then you can opt in. If I'm misrecalling that, please, if you're in Australia and you can correct me on it, let me know. Because it seems like the UK government is basically uh, going to copy that program. And as we've, we've shown many times on this, this show in the past, once one government comes up with some sort of tyrannical mm-hmm. idea and they implement it and they get away with it for, a sh- for at least a short while, other governments around the world, they look at that and they say, ooh, we should do that too. And, and, and so they do. Let's go back to what you were saying earlier about uh, honoring other people's choices for how they want to conduct their lives. Now, if any of you are out there who are against pornography are thinking, well, good, they ought to regulate that because that's filth. Well, let me tell you, they might be regulating uh, today what is on the Internet in terms of communicating um, sex and what have you. Um, but tomorrow it's going to be the government is going to be regulating what's inside your churches, what's inside your homes, what inside what is inside your synagogues, what is inside your place of business, etc. So a little leaven leavens the whole loaf. I mean, it certainly mm. is it's not going to be um, uh, it, it's not going to to you're not going to escape the government's hand. Um Important point of clarification here. Um, And you're right, Michelle. You've got to allow other people to be free or else they just keep getting bigger Mm -hmm. and more intrusive into our lives. And uh, one of my producers is clarifying. In Australia, there are two filters. So I was incorrect. One of them is mandatory for everybody. You cannot avoid this filter. There's probably some sort of elite hacking way to get around it. But Mm -hmm. for the most part, if you're the average Internet user, you will not be able to avoid this filter. 
and I and I think they're putting sites on there that you know that are outlawed that that the kinds of porn that have been outlawed in Australia, whatever the whatever those might be, um, and maybe some anti-government sites too. I don't know if they've mm. gone that far yet, but that's where they're going to. They're going right. to expand to those areas, and then there's a secondary filter which you can opt out of. So there's two levels. There's the one that everybody has to um, be subject to, and then there's the secondary filter which is like so basically the first level is all the really sicko porn sites that they've outlawed in in australia which of course people should be allowed to access if that's what they want uh but they have out they've outlawed that to where nobody can access those and then above that there's the other filter that you can choose to opt out of and then you can get the regular porn sites or whatever at uh, at that point and so. so basically you're going to be on a list you yeah if you're opting out that's correct you'll be on a porn list yeah, and they're going to do that now in the UK. Uh, news. Uh, news.com.au, so it's actually an Australian site reporting on the UK, saying that the UK government is to combat the early sexualization of children by blocking internet pornography unless parents request it. According to uh, news to revealed today, the move is intended to ensure that children are not exposed to sex as a routine byproduct of the internet. It follows warnings about the hidden damage being done to children by sex sites. The biggest broadband providers, including BG or BT, Virgin Media and Talk Talk are being called to a meeting next month by the communications minister and will be asked to change how pornography gets into homes. Instead of using parental controls to stop access to pornography, which is what they used to have if you're a parent who's concerned about these sorts of things, you could download software, install like cyber blocker or something like that. And then there were these companies that it was their job or is their job to keep a, an updated list of porn sites and basically make it so your computers in your home can't access uh, the porn sites. But it was the, the parents' responsibility uh, to do that kind of thing. And now they're going to be turning off the porn at the source, at the Internet service provider level, unless adults will opt in to receive it. The new initiative is in advance of the imminent convergence of the Internet and television on one large screen in the living room. It follows the success of an operation by most British internet service providers to prevent people inadvertently viewing child porn websites ministers want companies to use similar technology to shut out all adult pornography from children porn sites will be blocked at the source unless people specifically ask to view them uh, talk talk which includes tiscali and the british version of aol is already introducing a new free service next year called Brightfeed, which allows people to control the internet so that all devices are automatically covered without the need to set up individual controls. And uh, they go on to blab about how uh, serious this is. This is a very serious matter. I think it's very important that the ISPs come up with the solutions to protect children. I'm hoping they will get their acts together so we don't have to legislate. Now, this is a typical uh, position from the government, right? It's like, well, we want you to do this voluntarily, but if you don't, then we're going to pass some kind of legislation. Well, you know, we keep going over this and over this, the personal responsibility, personal responsibility. In order to have liberty, you must exercise personal responsibility and abdicating that to the, to the government because you don't feel like telling your kid no is, you know, you're, it's going to just come back and haunt you, you know. As though you can trust the government to keep porn away from your kids. Uh, it right. was on the government school bus when I first saw a Playboy magazine. Oh, wow. So they weren't keeping it away from me Is then. Is Playboy pornography? No. 
I, yeah, I, cons- I, I consider sex uh, to be porn, you know, yeah. photos of sex or video of sex, right. uh, sexual things to to be porn. But right. certainly they wouldn't have been pleased had they, they found were us. Dirty magazines. Right, with, yeah. uh, with the Playboy. I mean, Playboy was not something that fifth graders, uh, or however old I was, maybe I was six, I don't know, mm-hmm. but uh, a young person is supposed to have. But I had it anyway, and that was back when we didn't have the internet. And the idea that some government... Uh, mandate is going to somehow stop porn from getting in the hands of young people is is it's pretty ludicrous. So we're going to see uh, pornography banned, but we're still going to have Afghani boys used for sex sex toys. slaves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they, a little more here. The but at least the ISPs are not just completely bowing down here to them. Uh, the let's see, the Internet Service Providers Association has told MPs that such a blanket ban would be expensive and technically difficult to operate. But the co-founder of the charity Safer Media, which held a conference on internet porn at the Commons last month, said, Technically, we know it can be done because the ISPs are already removing child porn after the government put the pressure on them. And this is a really important point. And and that is that one regulation always leads to the next. And so as... What they're saying here is that, well, the, the ISPs are complaining, well, this is going to be too difficult. Oh, well, you already did it with the, with these websites, so why don't you do it with more websites now? So the fact that they went along with the first plan to uh, to somehow stop child pornography from getting into people's mm-hmm. uh, internet connections is essentially justification for the government to go on with the next step, which is preventing porn from getting in. And then, like you said, Michelle, people have opt out. They're going to get on a list, you know, and so who knows what that's going to result in down the line. Plus, you add to that when they want to start banning so-called anti-government websites or bomb-making uh, material supplies, information, that kind of thing. It's just a matter of degrees before they right. have completely shut off anything that could be uh, da- dangerous to uh, their control system. And who and what else besides the pornography is on that opt-out list? So, for example, is it going to be is it going to be coupled with something else? You know, um, you know how things are tagged into. Well, they found that things. some of the porn filters have blocked out uh, websites about like breast exams and things exactly. like that, like useful, healthy things that people need to know about. So I might want to learn about how to do a, a breast exam, but I'm now going to be called a a porn. Porn hound. Uh, yeah. Porn hound. <laughs> hey, we're out of time. And Michelle uh, Seven, the porn hound. We'll see you tomorrow night <laughs> online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Good we're going to get some bakal by here. Yes, yum. Welcome to Living Healthy Naturally with information and advice on how to improve your health and wellness with natural remedies and nutritional healing. Here's renowned naturopathic doctor and certified nutritionist, Dr. Lindsay Duncan. Losing weight and then maintaining a healthy weight is an American obsession and one that I deal with constantly when I help my clients. The road to weight loss always needs to include exercise and a healthy diet. And one of the factors in a poor diet that people often overlook for weight loss is that a diet that lacks nutrients actually increases hunger. Getting more fiber in your diet is beneficial since fiber makes you feel full sooner and longer. Because it can be difficult to make sure you get all of your nutrients and fiber in your daily diet, Genesis Today has created a great tasting juice with the acai berry, which naturally contains fiber and protein. It also contains nutrients like a thousand percent of the daily value of vitamin B12, which helps your body convert carbohydrates into energy. 
Acai berry juice tastes fantastic and it's packed with a healthy combination of nutrients and fiber to help you maintain a healthy body weight. Drink a glass of delicious acai berry juice to help maintain your fit figure every day. To learn more about living healthy, naturally, and acai berry juice, please visit genesistoday.com. Acai berry juice is available in the refrigerated section next to the OJ at all Walmart, Sam's Club, and Super Target locations.